You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step by step how to meet and seduce beautiful women. Women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week long fling, or a long term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Today, we're talking about loneliness. Loneliness. I, I I just I listened to the most recent episode of the podcast, which was all about social anxiety, and it kind of led me to this idea of loneliness because I, I realized that there's a lot of guys out there who, because they have social anxiety, are uh, lonelier people because they're not out there talking to anyone really. So I wanted to do a whole episode on loneliness. I did one earlier in the year. I honestly don't remember what I talked about, and I haven't listened to it, so I don't know, maybe I'm going to repeat myself. But I have some, what I think are some new uh, ideas around loneliness that I want to share with you that I really don't think I've ever talked about before. So I want to do a little episode on this and talk to the guy. Maybe it's you who's very lonely, who's struggling with loneliness. And I don't have any statistics pulled up, but I do know that there are a lot of people out there who do feel this emotion, this feeling of loneliness. In fact, you know what? In real time, let's look up the definition of loneliness. Loneliness. What does it say in in Google? Sadness because one has no friends or company. The quality of being unfrequented and remote. Isolation. Isolation. Feelings of depression and loneliness. Yes. So that might be what you're dealing with right now. You feel a sadness. That's what loneliness is, right? It's, it's a, a sadness because you're not around people. Now, here's the thing. I actually believe that there's a lot of strength, a lot of strength that can be built in being alone. It's interesting. I've learned a lot of different things over the course of the years through my own personal experiences, but also you know reading and studying on, on different topics and there's a lot of different things out there. You know, for one, it says it's really good to learn how to be alone so you can learn how to provide for yourself, care for yourself, because it's inevitable that there's going to be times in your life where you're going to be on your own. I mean, that could be in a car, going somewhere, in transit when you're all alone. It could be uh, a time when maybe your girlfriend or wife is away for a weekend or a week. It's like inevitable, even the times when you might be in a relationship, you're going to be alone. Or even the times when you're not in a relationship and it's just one of those, you know, weeknights where you come home and no one's there. Maybe you have a roommate, but he's, he's out of town or she's out of town, whatever. You're going to deal with it. So you're going to experience it. So you need to deal with it and deal with it in a way that can be healthy for you. Okay. So that is one kind of camp. It's like, okay. Loneliness is going to happen. It's really good to be able to learn how to live alone, be alone, do your own thing. There's strength there. But then on the other side, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that says, hey, we're social creatures. We need to be around people. We need to relate to people. We need to have friends. We need to socialize, to connect with family. We need to be with a loved one or seek out to have love sex relationship. You know, it's normal. It's 100% normal. That's who we are. We're social creatures, we're mammals. 
from the day we're born, boom, we are relating to another type of ourselves, another human being. Okay. Unlike like lizards. I don't know if you know this. This is very interesting. Lizards, and I, I, I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I, I believe most reptiles, if not all, there's no caring for. Like once a turtle, once a lizard, once a snake hatches from the egg, that's it. They're on their own right away, right away. Pretty sure with, with like things like spiders too. It's like the hatches. There's no raising of the reptile or the spider. The mother doesn't care for them afterwards. They make sure that the the eggs are safe and and hatch, and that's it. It's not like that for us. We are cared for for many years. We're cared for in a perfect world for 18 years. So all we know is being around people, relating to people, wanting to be with people. It's in our DNA. And then all of a sudden you're 18 and you're thrown out into potentially college maybe the military, maybe right into the workforce, depending on your situation. And then definitely by 22, maybe after another social experience like college, you're thrown out into the real world at that point too. And then it's just you. And maybe it's just you and you're not in a relationship. Maybe it's just you and you have no friends. So, all right, I'm going to digress a little bit and just kind of go back to what I was saying here, the idea that what do you do? Should you just Try to be alone all the time to strengthen yourself, or should you try to go out and make friends? And how do you balance the two? How does it all work? Here's what I feel I feel that there does need to be a balance there. If I had to quantify it, if I wanted to throw that out there, I'd say maybe like, I don't know, 40, 60, you know, 40, maybe 50, 50. I'm saying 40, 60 in favor of, I'd say 40% alone, 60% with people. I mean, a lot of people who have jobs or you're in school, you're around people. But here's the thing too. A lot of people still feel lonely in those situations because if you're in school or work, maybe you're connecting, but not in the way that would be good for you. So really it's about making sure that your balance is you know, 50 to 60% of connecting with people on a level that's not just for, oh, okay, I talked to my teacher. Oh, I talked to my boss. Oh, I talked to my colleague. You know, Even like, oh, I had to talk to a cashier and for a second because I was checking out at the grocery store. I wouldn't count that as real socializing, right? Socializing to me in the sense that we're talking about is being able to connect with someone for no reason other than to connect, really, just to talk to them, just to socialize, to be with them. And so I feel that the balance is necessary. So if you're a person right now who feels lonely, well, I ask you, what can you be doing in your life to start to create more of that balance? Now, here's the thing. It could go really strong. You could be sitting here listening to this saying, well, Trip, I do have friends. I am dating, yet I still feel lonely. What's going on there? What's going on there? It's hard to diagnose, of course, over a podcast, you know, but I think a therapist would have a really good inclination of what's, what's going on there. If you're feeling such a strong loneliness, even though you are socializing, something deeper is happening. So I highly suggest that you see a therapist for something like that. But really, you can ask yourself, when you are socialized, what's the quality of it? You know, if you're going out and you're going on some dates every once in a while, like, of course, let's, let's be honest, first, second dates are fairly superficial. It's how it goes. Who are your friends that you're socializing with? Like, who are these people? Do you really care about them? 
Are they new friends? Are they long-term friends? Do they support you? Are they good quality people to have in your life? If you're answering no, and you don't think they're quality people, that might be one of the reasons why you feel a little bit more lonely. Don't you think? I think so. It's because you're not really connecting with someone else, at least connecting in a way that you want to. So you want to throw that in the balance, making sure that you are connecting with people who you care about, making sure that when you are doing this, you're not trying to fill any kind of hole, so to speak. So I think it's dangerous when it gets to the point where you start to socialize because you're avoiding something else going on in your life. A lot of people like to go out, socialize, party, maybe drink a lot, but really they have other priorities that they should be taking care of. So you got to be really careful with what your socializing is and how you're doing it. I'd say it's very, very easy to you know, use it as a distraction. Now let's go to the other side of things. Where does this strength and loneliness come from? Why is that so important? Why can't I just be with people all the time? Why do I have to be alone, live to be alone? Well, I answered that a little bit earlier on, right? I said that you don't want to get to a point where you're so not used to being around people that you're like, whoa, I'm alone for the first time. This is tough. Some people get that way. Some people get thrown into the real world. They get their own apartment maybe, or they get a roommate that they're not really even close with. And and they're like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't know how to be alone. Like, I'm just used to being around people all the time. So, even for a second, it's like maybe, I don't know, eight o'clock at night and it's like a Wednesday. And you're like, what am I? Ah, this, this is, ah, uh, this is uncomfortable. I'm sitting here and no one's thinking about me. No one cares about me. And, oh, right. That's when it gets like really bad. People feeling that more like that sharp pain loneliness as opposed to a dull pain loneliness. I'd say the dull pain is maybe someone who just, doesn't socialize as much and kind of feels it a little bit every day or every week. But then there's like the really intense that I just described. So how do you actually deal with that? Well, it is about this balance, but you got to be okay with being alone. One of the first steps I've heard in terms of what you need to do when you feel a really heavy, intense emotional pain, such as loneliness, is to sit there with it. Don't cover it up by TV. Don't cover it up by going and seeing friends. Don't cover it up by drugs. Don't cover it up by eating. I'm not saying don't do some of these things. It's okay to see friends and watch TV and, and eat. Those things are fine. But, you know, sit with it and see what happens. Let it prove to you that it's not going to kill you. You'd be surprised too because most emotions really just come and go. They don't necessarily stay there for that long. So if you just sat there and you're just like, yep, this is it. I'm just alone right now. And it's only me. Only me. But here's the thing that's kind of crazy. You're never really alone. Why? Because you're with yourself. And there's a relationship there that's really important, which brings me kind of to my next point here. In order to deal with loneliness, it's about crafting a relationship with yourself. That, I think, is going to be the best way to deal with being alone. If you don't have a lot of friends, if you are still kind of looking for better friends, if you are still dating and don't have someone that you're you know, dating or sleeping with, it's about crafting the relationship with you. I'll say this. I went on a challenging yet fun trip in Europe 
this summer in 2018. And it was a great time. Went to multiple countries. It was challenging because it was my first solo trip. And I kind of knew like I needed to do that sometime. You know, and you can't really do that when you're in a relationship because you go with your partner to the traveling, right? You rarely travel alone. And in the summer, I wasn't in a relationship. So I was like, well, this is my time to do this thing that's pretty hard to do. It's funny too, because I didn't realize how hard it is for a lot of other people. I remember telling people what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I'm going to Europe for six weeks. Like, who are you going with? I'm like, I'm just going by myself, just going to backpack around. And people were like, whoa, I can never do that. And that was interesting to me to hear that. Like, wow, people were saying they could never do that. Like, that just something they would never do. And not because they didn't have time or money. They're saying specifically, that is something they can never do because they couldn't spend that much time with themselves. And I, trust me, I get it. That's, I relate. It's challenging, but it just interested me. They almost confirmed the idea of how challenging it really is to just go off on your own for such an extended period of time. But it was really cool because what happened was I've always had, you know, we all have a relationship with ourselves, but it evolved. The relationship with myself evolved in those six weeks because I had to do things all on my own. And of course, we do that on a day-to-day basis, but it's a lot different when you're going out there and traveling because there's no one else out there to really help you or decide things with. It's up to you. You just do whatever you want when you want to do it. So there's a nice freedom in that, which is what made it fun. But then there's also a challenge in that. You're like, am I making the right decisions? Am I doing the right thing? Well, what if something happens to me? No one's going to know. And just the idea of consistently being without anyone there. Of course, I went out, I socialized, I talked to girls, I talked to guys. And once in a while, I saw a friend, you know, a couple times out there, maybe for like a day or something like that, that was in the area. But mainly, I'm out there just dealing with myself. And so you form this relationship with yourself. And it was cool because I remember having a lot of moments where I was laughing. I I don't know about you, but I don't have many, I don't know of many moments in my life where I'm sitting there laughing with myself, like, as if I'm cracking jokes to myself and experiencing whatever I'm experiencing in that moment, you know, just a thought comes up or, you know, something happens in front of you where you just, you sit there and you just laugh. You know, a lot of laughing happens with people at the movies, stand up show, cracking jokes with your friends. How many times can you say you really laughed with yourself? Almost as if like you're your own buddy. And that happened quite frequently. And it was really cool. I was like, wow. I was like, I never really experienced a lot of this before because I've either, well, it's because I haven't done this before, right? I haven't spent that much time alone. Of course, I work at home alone during the day, but I'm not really hanging out with myself. I'm working. I'm working and focused on something specific, but there was a lot of downtime in Europe, just going around traveling, experiencing things for yourself and seeing things and, and you're just kind of butting up with yourself. And that was a cool evolution. And I want to, I'm sharing this with you because I think that's important. And I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast might not be able to just book a six-week trip. I can do that because I have a virtual company. But for you, that's probably like, whoa, I can't get away for that long. I have a job and all those things. I would say this. First of all, ask if you're at your job. Ask if you can go remote. This is a new hot thing these days. Like People are able to just ask their bosses they can go remote. And all of a sudden, like they can just go remote for like a month or a couple of weeks. If that's not an opportunity for you, then I say do it for a weekend. Go off into the woods and go camping alone for a weekend. Go somewhere by yourself, like something that you're going to do just with you. And by the way, I need to add here, disconnect. For me, it was easy to disconnect. I made actually, I made it a point to not get a cell phone plan when I was out in Europe 
and only be able to you know get Wi-Fi from time to time because I didn't want to have my cell phone so available to me to be able to, you know, what happens when you get lonely? You look at Instagram, you look at Facebook, you pass time, you look at text messages. So it was cool that I just kind of went out there trying not to be with my cell phone that much. And also I was in a different time zone. So people who I could even connect with, I couldn't with because I was so many hours ahead. So that's the whole point here is you want to make it so you're not connecting with other people and you're just spending time with yourself. So you get used to this relationship with yourself to the degree where when you are alone, for whatever reason, you know, it's after work or it's a weekend and you know, no one's around to hang out or whatever, just you, that it kind of brings you back to that, that point. You're like, oh yeah, it's just me and me right now. Me, myself, and I. Right? Just kind of hanging out, doing my thing. Maybe, maybe, you know, looking back at some of the times and when you had that good time with yourself. I think that we can have memories and strong ones of times when we were alone, not just times when we were with people. And so I think that that can help a lot with the struggle of loneliness. Because instead of saying, oh man, I'm not with anyone right now, it's just me. You're like, oh, that's cool, it's just me. Like, yeah, I'm my own best friend. I think a lot of this builds self-esteem too. You craft this relationship with yourself, you start to respect yourself, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully the, the talk in your head is more positive than negative, right? A lot of people do talk negative to themselves a lot. So hopefully you can start to create this relationship with yourself where you respect yourself and, and you love yourself and, and you're cool with you and you're, you're doing things with you and you want the best for you. And that can be something that you can think about or work on in this little trip that you might want to do. This little trip that you might do if you decide to go off and take that advice. A little weekend away, week away. I think the longer, the better that you can do it for, within reason, of course. I'm not telling you to quit your job here or quit school, but if you have an opportunity to go somewhere for a month that's far away and you're able to make that happen, take that opportunity. What an experience. What a growing experience. Something that you might never, ever get to experience again. So I ask you to work on that. I ask you also to you know, think more about this idea of balance in your life. Don't, don't spend too much time alone. You're human. You're a mammal. You're a social being. Go out there. Use the stuff that I talk about on my podcast. Use the stuff I talk about in my program, Hook, to go out and meet girls. Make it happen. It's okay to do that. But balance it out. Don't spend all your time always around people, always like, oh, I need to be around people. Spend time with yourself. Spend time with people. Spend time going out there and meeting new people, networking, meeting girls. We'll take just a second break here where if you need help with that, I got a program for you if you haven't heard about it already called Hooked that can help you with that. Hey, it's Trip Kramer. How would you like to be the man that women are naturally drawn to and command the animalistic magnetism that makes women desperately compete to become your lover? It's not enough to attract her. You've got to get her hooked. And that's why I'm inviting you to learn how to create an amazing abundance in your dating life that will make your friends grab you and demand to know what you're doing differently. You'll learn how to turn a female friend into a lover, how to set up a first date that naturally leads to sex. You'll even learn to get your ex-girlfriend or wife back if that's what you want. This program, Hooked, 
will get you everything you need to enjoy the sex life and dating life you know you deserve. Go to GetHerHooked.com to learn how to get a woman completely addicted to you. 100% money back guaranteed. GetHerHooked.com So go ahead, check that out, GetHerHooked.com and try to think about what loneliness, if, if you struggle with loneliness, try to think this week about you know what it means to you and, and what's one step you could take. One thing you got to know is, I know I give a lot of really practical advice. It can almost be overwhelming. Like Every episode's like, oh my God, all this stuff to do. Well, first of all, Hooked helps you kind of put that all in a, a nice system so it's not so overwhelming. But if you don't have the Hooked program and you're just trying to you know, use the podcast and YouTube channel and all that stuff and the TripAdvice universe, try to always take one action step. That's the best way to not get overwhelmed. Right? I said a lot on this episode. Try to take one thing. What's one thing you could do? And it can be really small. Sometimes just accomplishing one little task can really start off on a, on a foot where you're just like in motivation mode, right? You're like, whoa, I did this one little thing. I'm motivated. Like, let's keep going. Like, let's, uh, let's do something else. So see if you can just take one thing, one thing away from it as an action item, go out there and work on it, and then see what that is. Maybe that will be for you, like just having the conversation with your boss about what it might be to work remotely. Maybe you know you can go on a trip. Okay, go online and see like where could you go for a weekend? Where could you go for a couple weeks? Maybe that's, you know what? I'm good with being alone, but like I need to also like up my social life because I I haven't really, you know, worked on that as much. Okay. Cool. So then you're going to, you know, work on that and see where you can go out and, and meet more people and connect with the people that uh, is more meaningful. So you can have a nice quality social life. So Take that into consideration, one action step per thing that you learn. Or, of course, check out Hooked, getterhooked.com. Awesome to talk to you today. It's funny how I do this podcast and I'm all alone. God, it'd be cool if I could do this one day live. It'd be really fun. Do a live episode of a podcast, take questions in the audience. Maybe one day I will. And if I do, I will be sure to tell you about it. <laughs> 